Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. Well, good morning. It's good to see you and um, welcome, particularly if it's your very first time this morning. It's great. It's, I'm glad to be here and I'm glad that you're here too. So it's, it's just so good to be together. So over the weekend, uh, myself and Helen, Andrew and his wife Penny, uh, Bola and his wife Deborah, Carl who was just standing and his wife Becca, we as a leadership team were able to get away for a couple of days together at a conference together, which was Really fantastic. It was good to sort of start the year as a team together. I think that was a, a massive thing for us to, to be able to do. And, and so as we pray, we, we pray for this, this, this new year together. If you could um, click the screen for us, that would be great. Thank you. So we're going to look this morning at the theme of taming the tongue. And if you have a Bible with you, you've got it on your phone, you might like to turn to James chapter 3, just for a moment or two, verses 1 to 12. We are continuing in the, uh, the book of James, the letter of James. And so when I sp- uh, speak, this is something that we've been looking at so in a number of months last year. And for a number of weeks, we should be doing so this year as well. And that's where we're going. And, and uh, so I want to read just a few, a few words And so it's James chapter 3, you may have read this um, before, and it's uh, verse 1 to 12, and I'm reading from the NIV. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. When we put bits into our mouths of horses, into the mouths of horses rather, to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take, verse 4, take ships for an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a very small spark. Verse 6, the tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, and this is the reason why, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and Salt water flow from the same spring. My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. I'm going to take a few moments this morning as we uh, share 
together uh, on, on this theme of words and the things that we say and what can we do about them. So, so the time is going to be short. This isn't going to be an exhaustive look. It's going to be a, uh, we're going to delve into the theme. Um, I hope and pray that it be something that will encourage you, resource us and empower us and help us as we seek to walk and follow Jesus. I don't know, but in probably in every single playground in uh, the schools of our nation, you'll hear something like this. At some point, at some time, at some point, at a certain age, you know, children playing will, will chant something like, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I can remember being at school and that sort of thing had been said at some point. At some point, someplace, sometime, or you've heard that perhaps. And sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And that is just not true. It's not true, is it? You know, sticks and stones will hurt you. You'll feel it immediately. But the things that are said to us or what we say over us or about us, they can have lasting repercussions, lasting effect. And so it's that that I want to take a few moments on. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18, the New Living Translation says, Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Proverbs 12, 18. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. So with the mouth, as James says, we can curse and we can bless. We can make cutting remarks, but also the good news is we can bring healing. In the New King James Version of Proverbs 12, 18, it says, There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword. One makes cutting remarks, or one speaks like the piercings of a sword. The cuttings of a knife, another translation says. So, uh, so you know, words have power. And this is exactly what James says. He's writing to believers, dispersed people, and... and uh, for, for, there is a reason, you know, James obviously needed to speak into the heart and lives of people at the time, dealing with the pressures that they were under, the things that were being said over them, persecution that was coming upon them, and the things that maybe they were saying about others and themselves. And he, 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 he encourages, he warns about the power of words and, and the needing to do something about that with our tongue. And he says it's the challenge to tame the tongue. And we're going to look at, look, look at what we can do in, in just the next um, few moments. Some years ago, I'll give you a few examples of the, the power of words. Uh, <clears throat> they won't relate to the church here. So we're not thinking, ooh, who said that? I wonder. It's not, so it's not going to be here. So straight away, we can all breathe a sigh of relief. But they, uh, 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 this is another church, another place. Not another far-off galaxy in another time, but another place some years ago. And I, I, Helen and I can remember a, a, a lady that we were praying with who... who um, had been in and out of hospital, and um, she, she would constantly overdose. She'd be in A&E with an OD in. And um, there, there came a point in time when we began to pray and ask God, to, the Holy Spirit, to come and heal. And um, uh, basically, she, she'd had a very tough life. And as we began to pray, um, she felt incredible pain across her shoulders and her back and was being crippled up with pain. And, um, and it was on her back. And um, some, something that... Um, she had been in a very abusive relationship. But let's put it... I won't say any more than that. And uh, one of her key phrases that she would say 
um, to this very abusive person would be, get off my back. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a simple phrase, get off my back. And that was linked with an abusive relationship. But as we began to pray, it was incredible that the pain that she was, was, was manifesting at the time was actually riddled up in, 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 in her back. And, and, and anyway, she, she got incredibly healed, set free, and was never seen in an A&E overdosing ever again. That, was some, that took some years, but it was an incredible story. Um, and, and another circumstance, um, we, we, were, we were praying with a, a young man, and um, this is the power of direction. That was the, that, there was a power of words that brought sort of a, like a destruction to somebody's life. Now this is the power of direction. And um, in, in this situation, we're praying with a young man, and um, he was having lots of things going on in his life. And uh, 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 but but, but uh, it was linked to Freemasonry. Just so happened, it happened to be. Uh, this was in Scotland, and Freemasonry is quite a big deal in, in, in Scotland. And, um, and, and uh, we know it was linked to Freemasonry because he had lots of troubles, lots of things going on in his life. And it, I'm not going to go into any more detail, but something, in, in, and, and he got wonderfully set free in the course of all of this. But um, his grandfather had bequested a box, this very ornate, beautiful box that was, could be opened, and said to the family, Never let this go. Always pass this on to the children. And that was his instruction. And, and, and the family didn't always look in it. When they opened it, some years later, it had all the Masonic regalia that was being handed down the family line. <laughs> Words, instructions can have power. Things said over us. Let me give you a personal one. And this happened to me. And um, again, I was, I'll have to speak sort of n not in great depth, but this was in another church. It's not here. And uh, standing at the door, as Andrew and I will, and the welcome, you'll find that when you go, our welcome team will say, you know, say, we'll say good morning and then also say goodbye to you. And, and often Andrew and I, Pastor Andrew and myself, we'll be at, we will get to the door and we will shake hands. We'll say goodbye to people and pray and talk with people, something we love to do. And I was doing this at, at, at another church in another place. Shaking hands, as I always did, and as a, cust as a customer as I was. And then this lady came and was, you know, coming as people are, like you, you will, you will file, you'll go out at some point later on. And um, this, a particular lady said to me, you're despicable. I despise you. Knocked me over with, it wasn't my wife. <laughs> filing out the door. Helen said it wasn't me. It wasn't my wife. Now, I have to say, I, I, would, I was pastoring at this particular church about eight, this is about eight or nine years in, sort of thing. And, uh, and look, I think I'm a nice person. I, I, no, 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 I don't, I, thank you very much. It's very kind of you, but I, I, you know, I don't need your endorsement, but it's very kind of you. But I, I, I don't think I'm despicable. I think if I'm despicable... I'll either repent, renounce, or, or give up, or something. But, but anyway, but knock me over with a feather. It, 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 it came out of, it, I tell you what, words can cut. Now, I didn't get angry. I was shocked. I was so shocked I couldn't be angry. It was that, honestly. I was so shocked. It, it, it like, you know, they say knock me over. We say knock me over. It, it sort of, 
But boy, did it, did it shake me up. And, and, and I'd probably been, at that time, 16 years in ministry, but it shook me up. It, I, I didn't have time to be angry. I was taken aback and really shaken up. And I, I, I can honestly say that. And uh, I, I, I met that person and spoke to them. Now, if they had said to me, can I meet you? And I need to have a chat with you. I'm a bit upset with you. I stir myself and get prepared and have a meeting. But this came out of the, out of the just cheerio, you know. <laughs> you know, you're despicable. I despise you. So I'm saying, words can cut deep in the way in which they're said, can't they? And maybe you're here this morning and someone has said something to you or some, uh, maybe someone in church leadership has said something into your life. Maybe it's been a husband or wife or you know, you know, somebody at work or maybe you've said something yourself over your life. And so words, and this is what James is saying. The tongue is small but very powerful. So let's move on. Right, time check. Good, okay, here we go. So... The tongue can be tamed. It's very challenging, and James said it's a very challenging thing. And so there's three things that I want to just identify. Number one, the tongue has the power to direct. Have a look at this. It says there in the text, the tongue is like a bit or a rudder. Look at this. The tongue can direct. And so it says there, when we put, verse three, when we put bits into our mouths of, when we put the bits into the mouths of horses, they make them obey us so that we can turn the whole animal. Or take a ship, for example. Although it's very large and driven by the winds, it's steered by a small rudder. You know, the words that people say to you and say over you, can really, and you say over your life, can really steer the course of the future. And I'm not being all weird and, 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 and over-spiritual and, and, and being weird and whoopee-doo and, and how... Te- but, and, and, but, but the words that somebody says to you, like, you're no good, you'll never achieve... That can be a self-fulfilling prophecy over somebody's life. Somebody says that to you when you're 15, 16, or you're at school, and a teacher says, you're no good at this, you'll never be anything. It might be just a throwaway statement, but these words could direct your life. And I've met people who've had throwaway statements like that over their life, and they've been living thinking, I'm not really a good achiever. I'm not really good enough. Direction. Maybe you can, so I, we knew someone, Helen and I, a lady that said, I'll never trust a man again. I, and, and we understood why she said that, because something awful had happened. I absolutely, we, our hearts went out, we cried with them, we totally understood. But those words were directing her life. And so words, so, so it's like a bit or a rudder. Now that's for bad. Can you imagine, and we'll look at this in a moment, when it's for good, when you're encouraged, when someone says something good over your life and encourages you, it can direct your life in a good way, can't it? We'll look at that in a moment. But, but so, so, so words of the power to direct. Now, I haven't got time to linger, but there's enough, enough there, like, like the rudder of a ship, small rudder, but it, it can take it on a direction. And the small tongue, uh, what, the, the, what is said and if, if I didn't watch it, the, the words that were said, but I still remember them to this day, and you can tell by the way in which I shared about what the, this lady said to me as I greeted them at the door. At the time, it had a powerful effect on me, and it did for a little while after. For some months after that, I had to shake that off, even though when we chatted together. So, you know, it has the power to direct our lives. Uh, the second thing... Um, but also positively. Now, I know that's negatively. We'll, we'll conclude in a moment or two the power 
to delight. But, but so the power to direct, but we can direct well as well as it, it take us down a path that's not good. And you might be sitting here this morning and someone has said something over you. It might be a mother or a father. Uh, someone in your life. And it's have an effect, you know, over you. Second thing I'll say is this. Power to destroy. And, and this is what James alludes to. Words have the power to destroy. And we see this. Look at this. He says it's, it's like uh, words, the tongue can be like a fire. Or a raging animal. Look at this. It says it there. James says this. If the power to destroy. Likewise, a tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider the great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the many parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and itself is a fire of, of hell. All kinds of animals and birds, reptiles and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil full of deadly poison. So, so there's this idea of fire uh, uh, and, and, and likened to, 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 an, to an animal. You know, um, words can be incendiary. You, you say, wow, when we spoke, like the blue touch paper, kaboom. And, and uh, you know, to my shame, at times in my life, I've said things I've had to put right because what I've said has been a spark that's caused people to talk about things like a raging row or a blaring row or something. And, and you know, so we, we can all, so, you know, we're not being, you know, we're, we're not all being ho- holier than holy. We can, we can say things that can spark. And, and um, so you, if you've come from a country or you've been abroad or you've been in a country, even in our own country with climate change, you know, a spark can, can cause devastation. Fires can spread just from a spark. And um, we're seeing that in our own country, and like places like California and East Asia, whole, whole swathes of land being, being devastated, tens of thousands of acres burnt to the ground, you know, many, many um, different species being killed. And so, so just a spark, you know, and a spark of a word, an angry word, a cutting word, a word, a word that gets, you know just how to get that point over, um, it can spread like a fire and it can cause damage, can't it? And, and, and also, you know, words can devour. I don't know if you've ever been, you know, you see a, a, a lion. If you ever go to a, a safari park and you're in your car, you see these yawning lions. You think, oh, look at them over there, you know, yawning. I bet they've had their, their, their dindins and they're, they're sitting there having a sleep. If you get out of your car and approach them, you've probably seen them come to life, bounding towards you, devour and words can be like that. It can, you know, you know, you can, you know, something is said that gets you, and you get angry, and then you, and you can say so. We can say things that devour, and so you can see the, the damage that can be that be, can be caused. You know, a, a snake, you know, you know, poison. Some poison can work quickly, and some poison works slowly, and some words are poisonous. And they can get to the point very quickly. And, and, and other words can be like poison in our lives that slowly work their way and get to you, nullify you. So, you know, words can direct, 
And words can, can destroy. But that's, 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 that's the third thing I wanna, would want to say, which is what we, we see in James, is this. Um, but words have the, the power to direct, the power to destroy, but also the power to delight, to encourage. We read, we read in the psalm, uh, the Proverbs, sorry, Proverbs 12, 18, that I read at the very beginning. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Proverbs 12, 18. It's a great, it's a great verse. Proverbs has a lot to talk about um, speech and words and, and what we say. The words of the wise make cutting remarks. The words of, uh, people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. And, and what... Um, in, in, James says in, in verse 9 onwards, the tongue, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father and with it we curse human beings uh, who have been made his likeness. Out of the same mouth we praise comes praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives and a grapevine bear figs? Neither can salt spring produce fresh water. You know, we can have... We can have we, so with the mouth we can be like a, a fresh spring. And we can praise God, and he's also saying with the mouth we can be like salt water and, 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 and curse. Uh, but, but there is the... So what I want to major on, and this, this last point is this, is that the tongue has the power to direct in a negative way. The tongue has the power to devour and destroy. But also with the tongue we have the power to delight, to bless, to be like a fountain, to be like a spring of life. You know, but the words of the wise bring healing. So, so, in, so selected words, right words, encouraging words. We, how great is that? If the words that we say can devour, cause it means come incendiary, if we can do something about our words and we can be then intentional with our words, then we can delight. We can bring delight. And um, I, I, think, I think probably that's, that's, that's the key there. Is, and that's the good news the good news is that we can bless, we can encourage, we can be like a spring or a fountain. We, we can be like the tree that breathes, brings life, fruit and life. So the fig. Uh, I, uh, so Cindy in our church here gave me a fig plant, a little fig plant some, some years ago. And that plant has really grown and grown and grown. It, it's had a few figs now and again. But it's a fig plant, and it, and it, it's, it brings fruit. And, and I'm, I, I'm praying for more fruit, because I only did it once or twice. And, uh, but it's growing and growing and growing. But so, so, you know, a plant can bring fruit. He's talking about fruit tree that can bring fruit and abundance. And so what the words that we say can bring fruit in someone's life. Like a fruit-bearing tree or, or a positive fountain. So... The tongue, therefore, needs to be tamed. And James says that the tongue is very difficult to tame. It's very challenging to be tamed, as it were. And um, he, 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 he talks about it there. But um, and so, so what I would say is, look, we're not, we're not perfect. If, as a Christian, you're not perfect, but you're being perfected. We're not complete until we see him face to face. Our names are in the book of life. We live in the now and yet, not yet. There is this, but, but, but with this Holy Spirit in our lives, we're being changed from glory to glory as we yield and give our lives to God and say, Lord, 
This is my heart and my life. This is my mouth, my tongue. This is my attitude. This is my anger. This is my pain. I give you my life. And then the Holy Spirit begins to come and begins to touch and heal. And we, 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 we're changed from glory to glory. And so with the same with our speech, we, we can grow. We can learn. We're not, so, so let's not beat all ourselves up. And for many of us, as soon as you start to hear this, we start to think, well, I've, and you can probably be thinking the things you've said, the anger that's happened, the things that have gone on, what's been said over you. But uh, we, we, it's to be aware. It's to be aware that we can, we, we, can, we can direct in a bad way, we can destroy, but we can also delight. And it's to be aware of that. So now what, what can we do about that? And it's being aware, and, but not beating ourselves up, but being aware. And so that we can correct our words. And so we can do something about the words that have been said over us and the words that I've said to others. I can do something about it. And I can then, when I do something about those words that have been said over me and I say to others, I can also then look at being intentional of correcting myself and correcting my words. With the power of the Holy Spirit, the forgiveness of Jesus working in through our lives and so that we can be changed. And so when I say the tongue, to tame the tongue is the, the title for this morning, that's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm meaning. And so that we can forgive and we can give forgiveness so that we can begin to bless with what we say. So the, 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 see, these are the, these, this is what I'm saying about now what we can practically, practically do and in the context of us. A great pastor and teacher by the, man, the name of the man called Warren Wearsby. He's a, he's a great pastor teacher, gone to be with the Lord now, but a real um, Bible teacher and a pastor. And, and, and uh, he, he shares 12, 12 words to transform your life. 12 simple words. And uh, I, loved, I loved it. And so, so I'm not going to come up on screen, but they're simple. You probably know it. You've probably done it. But if we do it with the right heart, how you can bring delight and healing. And let's, let's, let's focus just on that, just for a few moments, and then, then we'll come to a conclusion, and then we're going to pray. But if said from the heart, we can bless others. Um, so the first three, please, thank you. One word, two words, yeah. thank you. Please, thank you. I, I know, you know we would know that, but when said with real heart and intention and meaning in the spirit of God, um, by saying please and thank you, we can show appreciation and we treat others as people, not things. I don't know if you've got an Alexa. You know, you know, one of the it's Alexa off. <laughs> We're in that age, aren't we? Alexa on. Stop. We don't say, Alexa, please turn that off, Mathy. Thank you very much, Alexa. We don't do that. Do we? So we're sort of being conditioned for an age of off, stop, on, go. It's, it's, it's really bizarre, isn't it? But, but it, it's, it's interesting as, as younger, younger you, you, know, you can remember an age of please and thank you. And you, you teach please and thank yous. But we're, we're coming into an age. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? And, um, but please, thank you. It, it, it really conveys appreciation and that you are a person, not a thing. Didn't it? When it's said with the heart, if you really think about it, I know we know the word please and thank you and it just rolls off the tongue. But if you really think about it, the, the implications of that word, the power of that word. So when you say, thank you for you know, serving in the foyer today, 
you know, doing a, doing a great job. It, it's, it's a powerful thing, isn't it? Please, please oh, excuse me, please, or, or please, could you do this? It, it, it's, it's not only polite, but it's treating someone with a sense of appreciation and respect. They're powerful spirit to convey, isn't it? Simple things. So it's interesting. So there's three. They're the first three. Uh, second two. So that's three, four, and five. I'm sorry. This is the, the, the pastor, Warren Winsby. I'm sorry. Two words that break down walls and build bridges. When said with the right heart and the right spirit, I'm sorry. Are you the first one to say, I'm sorry in a relationship? Or do you wait and hang out for the other one to say sorry first? Or do two people not say sorry at all? Or does your boss say, I'm sorry? I don't know. I, I, I mean, but the power of the word Words, I'm sorry, they, they break down walls, they build bridges. They break down walls, they build bridges. So verse four and five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've got to count words. Six, seven, and eight, I love you. I love you. And when we say those words, yes, there's romance, there's you know, the romance of love. But um, as a Christian, when Christ says, forgive them for they know what, not what they do, he's telling us he loves us. You know, the love of God, the love of Christ is a supernatural love. It's called the agape, the agape of God. And that deep I'm not looking for anything, but I will give you everything. Supernatural love of God. And it's that sort of spirit of love that we are called, we're called to, you and I are called to. And it's, it's not just romance, it's Christ love. It's a statement and an action of, of, a, of a great power of love, isn't it? It's a great power. And, and so can, can, can we... So I, I will... Um, I, I, I will tell um, our grandchildren, so like Myla and Luca, if I pick them up, I will always say, I love you. I love you so much. I do it all the time. Now they probably, I, I, I think Myla just looks as a little, and then will shrug and push me away sort of thing and, and, and go off and, and, and run. And, and look, but um, the power, I don't know. I just think that there's a tremendous power in the, in, the, in the love of God. And Jesus said, bless those that curse you. So this is a love that isn't just romantic. It's incredibly supernaturally powerful. Nine, uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I'm praying for you. <laughs> oh, never mind. Last, the last few words of the 12. I'm praying for you. I know that we can often put on a text, I'm praying for you. It's like the full stop. And we sort of do, but we don't. You might not really pray. I don't know if that happens, but that can sometimes happen, can't it? But to really pray. 
I'm praying for you when it's really heartfelt, and we really are going to go and pray, uh, whether you're doing it through a text and you're, you're, you're away from somebody, or you actually get up out of your chair and stand beside somebody. I'm praying for you, says, I'm standing with you, or I'm standing for you. It's a powerful thing, and, and, and to really mean it, text somebody, say, I'm, I, I will often text people, you're in my thoughts today, praying for you, and I will have, believe it or not, if it's not even a very long time, I will have actually prayed, even if it's just a few moments. When I, when I, if, 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 you, if you do get a text from me and it, and it says, it, 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 I will do my, because I want to try and stand with somebody, stand with them or stand, stand for them. You know, these are the things that we can do. There's 12 words that we can, from the heart, and it could change somebody's life. And so the tongue has the power to direct, the tongue has the power uh, to destroy, but also powerfully we can, we can bring delight if we, if, we, if we do these things from the depths of our heart. And we come before God and say, this is my life, Lord. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Forgive others. We can powerfully correct the things that we say within our heart and within our life. Shall we pray together? Perhaps if the worship team would come. Thank you so much. We're going to uh, draw to a conclusion this morning. But so thank you, you know, you know for, for your time and for listening. But I just want to pray. Can we stand together as we close? But I want to do something. I want to pray something. I, I want to pray... I was thinking about this this morning, and in conclusion, I want to pray and break the power of words. So if someone has said something over your life, someone has said something over your life, detrimental and overtly unkind or negative, that has hurt you, and you will know because it stays with you in your heart and mind. I'm not going to ask you to, to... to come and stand at the front here. But would, would you raise your hand? Would you raise your hand? Yeah, thank you, thank you. And, 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 and that's happened to me so in my life over the years, so I'm raising mine. If someone has said something over you and to you, would you, would you, would you, would you, would you just do that for a moment here? That's, that's, that's great. Um, if you have said something over your life, like, I'm not going to, and again, we're not going to ask, so, so it's quite a few of us with our hands raised, so that's, that's fine. It's, I'm going to pray, so I just, I just pray intentionally. And um, if you've said something, so if someone has said something to you angrily, horribly, down the phone or over you, you know, or to your face, said something over you that's detrimental to you and being, and being angry and, and horrible over you, if you raise your hand. It, that's great. If, if you've said something over your life, like I will never trust that person again, or I hate them, or I wish I was dead, or, or something like that. This isn't, would you, would you also, would you, I'm not, again, not going to judge you or say anything over you. Would you, would you just raise, raise your hand? Thank you so much. Yeah, so, so Father, you see the hands that are raised, and uh, it's not to condemn, but it's to encourage and lift up this morning. And I just pray right now, um, words that have been said to direct and destroy the in- individuals with our hands raised this morning over their lives. I pray, Father God, that you will come and heal and you will come and, you will come and release and you will come and set free and you will come and nullify 
those words in the name of Jesus right now that would destroy somebody's life, that would pull them down, that would direct them to not achieve what you have ordained for them to achieve in the name of Jesus, I pray. And I just pray over the person this morning that has said things over their own life because they've been hurt or they've been hurt by someone and I will not forgive or, or, or I hate or, or I wish I was or whatever it might be this morning. If we said pronouncements of our own, I just pray your healing forgiveness, Father God, over that person right now. Uh, that that they, they might feel right at this moment uh, forgiven, healed and freed because you love them. I pray that they might hear, I love you. I pray that they might hear, I love you. Each person with a hand raised this morning, Jesus Lord, Holy Spirit, I pray that each person will hear, I love you. Lord Jesus, we release those that have hurt us. You said, bless those that curse you. And so this morning, in the power of the Holy Spirit, I just want to just pray a release over every single person that has spoken over our lives, your life, and that, that they might be, we forgive. To release means I choose to forgive them. I choose to let them go. Will you let them go this morning? Just let that, let that person go. It might be hard for you. It might be hurting you. And that, that, but you can still seek to, to let that word go. Let, the, let what they've said just go. Say, for I, that's, I choose to forgive them, Lord, in your name. And, and, and now, Lord, I pray your, your healing forgiveness to be released in this place. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray. And that you might he- set people's hearts, minds, marriages, relationships with their loved ones and children, relationships with each other, a relationship with a, 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 a church leader. If as a church leader, if, if something's been said, we, I just pray, I pray, Father, forgiveness uh, on behalf of, of maybe church leaders that have spoken um, too authoritatively into people's hearts and lives that has caused pain. And so I pray, Father God, for forgiving, healing, release in this place and the blessing of your love where you say, I love you. I, I say, I'm sorry. I say, thank you, Lord. And thank you, Jesus, that you said to, to, to Simon Peter, Satan has sought to sift you as wheat, but I'm praying for you. I have prayed. Jesus says to you, I'm praying for you this morning. He said it to Peter, I, Satan has sought to sift you as wheat, but I am praying for you. And I thank you, Lord, this morning that the, the power to bless is greater than the power of curse. And so I pray for a healing release in your, because of your death and resurrection, we say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, I pray. Now this morning, is there anyone, I would say this morning, if you haven't made your peace with God, then do it this morning. Don't wait until your deathbed to make your peace with God. To be a Christian isn't someone to just read the Bible, to live a good life, to say some prayers, even go to church. But a Christian is a Christ one, is a person that says, God, forgive me for living my life without you. I want to live my life for you. I give my heart to you, God, so that I can live for you. Forgive me for living for myself. And if maybe you're here this morning and you've never done that, you've never given your life to Jesus, where you've, you've lived your life doing your thing, but you're a good, decent person. You might, you've been, you're here in church, maybe, and, and you've even read the Bible. 
then those are fantastic things. But if you've never said to God, forgive me for living for me, I want to live for you, then if that's you this morning, you know, would, you know, would you put up your hand? I'm not going to labour it, but if, if you feel that's you, you would like to live for God, thank you. Is there, is there any, any, anyone else? Because we'd love to talk with you. Thank you. Is there any, anybody else? You know, we're not, not going to bless you. You know, if, if you've put your hand this morning saying, I want to live for God, you know, forgive me for living for myself, then we'd love, I'd lo- we, we'll, we'll look to talk, but then come and, you know, the, the, the few people have done that, then please come and have a chat with myself. And I'd, I'd love to just chat with you. Father God, I just pray your healing on, on and each person this morning that has indicated that they would like to live for you. And they say, I'm sorry for living for me. I want to live for you, God. And for that individual this morning, we just, those two individuals, we just pray your, your, your he, healing, your hand and your spirit in their heart and life and seal whatever you're seeking to do and stir in their lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing together as we, we close this morning. God bless you. And so thank you. Uh, th- 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 yeah, let's do that together. As we seal what God is doing in our hearts and in our lives. Don't feel that you have to rush away this morning. We'd love you to stay. We'll be serving tea and coffee at the back as well. Ciao!